0: The following message is presented by Erie Evangelical Free Church in Erie, Illinois. We are a church that exists for the good of our community and are proud to share the gospel of Jesus Christ as we seek to know Him and make Him known. Well, good morning and Happy New Year. How many of you saw midnight? All right, good for you. You're not old people. Man, I don't know when the last time... I, I actually did see Midnight, but it's a long story. I was up for just a minute, and I saw it. Um, but today is obviously January 1st, 2023, and I'm so thankful we don't have to write checks much anymore, because how many of you, like, like in July would still be writing 2022? Uh, yeah, I would be too, so... Um, perhaps some of you remember um, a movie from 30 years ago now, 1993, uh, that starred the very weird um, Bill Murray, the very, very weird Bill Murray. And it was a, he was a big city uh, reporter, and he was sent on assignment to Puxitani, Pennsylvania, he hated the idea of going, but he had to go cover Groundhog Day. You remember this? And he goes, and to make the long story short, he he takes the assignment and he goes. He despises small town Hicks, you know? And he goes, and on February 2nd, he gives this kind of mocking, half hearted report about the appearance of Puxitani Phil. And, um,. What is he, anyway? Is he a gopher? I don't remember. Groundhog. Well, of course, it's Groundhog Day. Yeah. The movie would have been titled Gopher Day if, it was, if he was a gopher. It's already a long year. Um, and he can't wait to get out of town. Murray can't, get, can't wait to get out of town. But a blizzard hits, and so he has to stay another night in Puxitani. So he goes, he gets back in his room, wakes up the next morning, and the radio is playing the same exact song that it was the day before when he woke up, which is, anybody remember the song? I got you, babe. You You know, Sonny and Cher. And this DJ is saying all the same things that he had heard the day before. And as the day goes on, he realizes he's living February 2nd all over again. The next day he wakes up, I got you, babe. And the DJ is saying this. And it goes on and on every day. Same old thing. Now, there's a lot more to that, to that movie that's kind of interesting. But I want to stop there because the point I'm trying to make with all of this is simply that I think there are a lot of people in our world that look at life Kind of like Groundhog Day. Listen to the way we talk. Ask people, how are you doing today? And you hear things like, oh, same old stuff. You know, same old, same old. Business as usual. Just a typical day. Nothing special. And there's my favorite because I hate to confess I use this, which is just another day. My father taught me that one. I would say, happy birthday, and he'd say, just another day. I'd say, no, Dad, it's not. And now I'm saying, just another day. <laughs> but really, is it just another day? And, and I want us to talk about that this morning. Is it just another day? Is today just another day? Oh, it's January 1st, 2023. But is it just another day? Is 2023 going to be just another year Was 2022 just another year? Stop and think about the new friends you found this last year, and maybe the old friends you lost, the adventures that you may have had, and and the challenges that you faced, both good and bad, the accomplishments of the year, whatever they may have been. Maybe it's you, maybe it's your family. Maybe there were some failures and struggles along the way. That's okay. It wasn't just another year, nor will this year be just another year, nor will this day be just another day. To drive this point home, I want us to look at a verse that's kind of an old familiar friend. And I've taught on this and preached on it, I don't know how many times, and I know not too long ago here, but I love this verse. Psalm 118, if you have your Bibles, you'd like to turn there. Psalm 118, it's right up there on the screen. Verse 24, Um, and as you're turning, I'll remind you what it is. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, that's a verse many of us have memorized. How many of us sang this in camp and in church over the years? This is the day. Oh, that was weak. <laughs> it's New Year's Day. And we would sing this thing over and over again. It's woven into the fabric of a lot of the music that we have sung in church over the years. We sang it earlier. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Still, as familiar as it is, I think it's good and worthwhile that once in a while we, we take these verses that are familiar to us and, and kind of mine the depths of it again and be reminded of just exactly what they're saying. Um, and we're going to look at it not just on its own, but in the context of the passage. First of all, there are three reminders in all of this, as I see it. Three reminders in this little verse. Um, And the first is this, there is the enormity of the moment, the enormity of the moment. This is the day. This is the day. There is no such thing for God's people as just another day. Every single day, every single moment of life is unique. It's special. Bang, a second just went by. That will never come again. Nothing will ever be exactly aligned as it was in that second or in this past minute. Life changes by the moment. And we can't stop it. We can control almost nothing when you really stop to think about it. Our sage groups have, have talked about this over the years. As we, as we grow older, um, it's easy to kind of get really upset about change in life. And our first rule, our first sage rule is simply this. I will accept, embrace, and welcome change. Change. Why? Because if we don't, we find ourselves sitting in our recliners watching CNN or Fox News, and I guarantee you that all day long, all day night, I mean, it's just going to be a prescription for misery. This day is unique, one of a kind, anything but an ordinary day. It's going to have changes in it. Who knows what today holds? How many of you know exactly what this afternoon is going to hold? not a one. James reminds us of that as well. We don't know what the day comes, but I can tell you this, and this, was, this is what makes the day so special and the moment so enormous. It is the first day of eternity. All of eternity lies ahead of us right now. Think about that. The first day of eternity. It's the beginning from this moment right now. It is the beginning of forever. Now, I, I have a little bit of a hard time wrapping my brain around all that, but it is. It's the first day of forever. It can't be just another day. Now, I wanted to remind you as well, That in this world of change, this is the day. In this world of change, no matter how brutal some of it may be, there's one thing that doesn't change. I, the Lord, what? I do not change. Jesus Christ is the same what? Yesterday, today, and forever. We can trust the unchanging God in the changes of life. So we have the enormity of the moment. Second, we have the enormity of our God. This is the day, what, that the Lord has made. You and I didn't create this day. Oh, we make our plans. I did a funeral uh, a couple of years ago for a friend, and he, uh, he said, uh, for a friend's wife, and he said one thing she always said was, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, We didn't create the day. This enormous God. And we've been talking about the work of God's creation in the past month. I I thought December was just wonderful. I love that series. Because out of nothing, he created the heavens and the earth and created this earth and made it inhabitable so that you and I could enjoy it. This is the day that the Lord has made. But here's this is so cool. This just gets better. God is also the creator of today. He's the creator of all things and the creator of the heavens and the earth. But he's the creator of your day and my day. The Ancient of Days, as Daniel calls him, is also the God of the day. And this one boggled my mind. I started thinking about this this week. He's also the creator of time. You ever stop and think about that? God sees all things at all times. He sees all of eternity. I I can't understand that, but he created time. The timeless God created time. So this moment, This heartbeat, it's a gift from the mighty God of the universe. How can this be just another day? There's the enormity of our God. This is the day that the Lord has made. And the third thing is this. There is the enormity of our choices. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Notice the first two words. What? I will. There's a decision there. It doesn't say, God, I'm going to try to rejoice. It doesn't say that. It says, I will rejoice. We have to make a decision as the people of God that we will rejoice in even the hard times. one of the great philosophers of this last dec- of these last few decades really said it well no try not do or do not there is no try my favorite philosopher yoda that, that's a whole different thing somebody got it um uh, I will rejoice not I'll try to rejoice. It's the exact opposite of what Paul talks about in Philippians 2 when he admoni- and when he says there, there we cannot be about grumbling and complaining. We have to be people of rejoicing. I choose to rejoice whatever. Remember we said it's the first day of eternity, and the and what we do today, what we say today, the way we touch people's lives today will have consequences that will resound through all of eternity. How can it be just another day? So kind of wrap this up. I want to give you kind of a, Cliff Notes overview of of the setting. Psalm, uh, to me, Psalm 118, 24, this is the day the Lord has made. It's kind of like a, a beautiful diamond set in this beautiful ring, but you have to see and understand the whole ring. Psalm 118 is a psalm of gratitude. It's a psalm of gratitude. Look at the way it starts. It starts out, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Look at the way it ends. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. You think God's trying to say something to us? Whenever God repeats things, it's like, you know, when 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 I was a kid and my mother would repeat my name a couple times, I knew she was serious. Um, and then when the middle name comes out, guys, <laughs> you are in deep trouble. It's a psalm of gratitude. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. It's also a psalm of gratitude for rescue. Look at verse 5. In my, I mean, of answered prayer. In my anguish, I cried to the Lord. In my anguish, I cried to the Lord, and he answered. Any of you ever had an answered prayer? Every single prayer is answered. Sometimes it's just not the way you wanted it to be. How many of us have prayed for the lives of a family member? Only have God answer in a different way. It's gratitude for answered prayer, whether it's the way we want them answered or not. It's gratitude for rescue. In my anguish, I cried to the Lord, and he answered me by setting me free. maybe not the way we envisioned it it's gratitude for victory look at the verse 15 shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous i like that and finally it's gratitude for salvation look at verse 17 i will die i will not die but live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open for me the gates of righteousness. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks for you answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You see what we miss when we just grab that verse and we don't read the whole context? It's just all building up to that. Now, scholars differ on exactly what this psalm uh, is intended to express, but it is salvation one way or the other, no matter how you shake it out. It's salvation. It's about a choice that we make. This is the day, the day of salvation. And I will respond and I will rejoice and give thanks in it. Listen, this church, for those of you who may not have been here a long time, I hope you understand um, this church is about the gospel, nothing else. It's about the gospel. I like the way Jonathan always puts it. The gospel is, Jesus lived perfectly, died sacrificially, rose victoriously, so to deliver us completely. Man, if you don't have that memorized, please do, because it's a great summation of what Jesus has done for us. And we have always preached and taught the gospel of Jesus, and we will not quit. We have kept it at the forefront of everything we are as a church, at least, wow, 17 years today. You poor people have put up with me for 17 years. The gospel that Jesus Christ lived perfectly, died sacrificially, rose victoriously to deliver us completely. So, what will it be, people? What is the choice? Will we live life as just another life, just another year, just another day? Or we will say with a shout of joy and victory, say it with me. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Let's let's sing. Let's uh, pray first. God, we <laughs> we are just so grateful for all that you have blessed us with. For the for the victory you have given us, for the rescue you you provided through your son Jesus. Everything and and everything that we do, God may it bring glory and praise to you. May our lives reflect um, what's in our hearts as we give you all praise, as we give you all glory, as we give you all honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. If you'd like more information about Erie Evangelical Free Church or our ministries, please visit www.eriefree.com or join us in person at 1409 16th Avenue, Erie, Illinois.